Magandang gabi, ET-seekers! Ako si Camille at nandito tayo sa pangalawang episode ng ET-seek TV kung saan pag-uusapan natin ang ordinaryong buhay sa lente ng economics. Isang paalala, ang mga pananaw ng host at guest speaker ay hindi kumakatawan sa pananaw ng kanilang mga organisasyong kinabibilangan. Ano nga ba yung mga pinag-usapan natin last episode? Last episode, nag-focus tayo sa pag-define o sa pagbigay ng kahulugan kung ano nga ba ang economic liter- literacy sa ang mga bagay ito na sa sakop. Um, ano natin masasabi if meron na nga bang economic literacy ang isang tao at kung mataas na nga ba ang economic literacy ng lipunan sa ngayon. And ang next part natin doon is parang in-explain din natin if paano makatutulong ang pagkakaroon ng economic literacy sa mga suriranin na hinaharap natin ngayong pandemya. Para simulan ang ating second episode, ang ating episode ngayon ay magpupukus sa mga suliranin sa paggamit ng economic literacy at mga paraan upang mapabuti ang economic literacy ng bansa. Makasama ulit natin ngayon si Miss, si Miss Marian Vital. Hello po! Hello, Marian! Nice to have you Hi. back this episode. Hi, Camille. Yes, so thanks again for this second leg. <laughs> It's nice to see you again. It's nice to see you again po. Um, I hope na magkaroon tayo, mas magkaroon pa tayo ng malalimang talakayan ngayong episode. Nabanggit po natin last episodes yung mga nagkaroon po tayo ng parang rundown ko ano yung mga hinaharap nating problema sa economic literacy. So ngayon po, um, ipatanong ko po if sa tingin ninyo, ano kaya yung mga root cause o mga pangunahing dahilan ng mga ito? So I think um, ang pinaka-importante ay uh, yun nga, yung the way that economic concepts are ano parang used lalo na for example sa sa media press release um pag-communicate ng ating mga policy makers ay very technical so it's as if yung mga press releases at yung mga ganito communication ay targeted lang sa mga tao na para nakapag-aral talaga ng economics and uh in a way that sort of parang nagbibigay ng distansya lalo na na-alienate lalo ang mga tao na hindi nga nag-specialize at nag-focus sa economics sa kanilang sa kanilang studies before so kapag nagiging ano siya nagiging mas technical siya parang nakakapagod or parang ayaw mo na siyang hindi siya ganoon ka-interesting to know di ba whereas kung ang pag-communicate ay very simple so Um, once halimbawa nagbigay ng ng figure ng indicator oh ito yung nangyayari ito yung um nag parang in, in simple terms ito yung nangyayari sa sa economy kaya ganito yung indicator then it probably would allow more people to understand so mas naintindihan nila ang mechanisms ng kuning mini-measure ng indicator at ano yung nangyayari sa economy kung ganoon and i'm not saying na i mean sa lahat ng press releases i i just think na merong dapat isang at least na na i don't know na na output or communication kung saan merong simplified version tapos merong kang okay technical version which is something that you know academicians or other um researchers can can look at para ma-verify at yun na at mabigyan ng ano ng um ng academic attention diba okay and uh, i guess the second thing then uh, um na reason kung bakit um 
mababa or hindi ganun kalakasing appreciation ng mga tao sa economics ay um, it must be something to do how they learned economics. So, you know, economics can be very dry. That's the thing. Um, lalo na kung binigyan ka ng equations, ng mga graphs. Although the graphs are supposed to be you know, helpful and easy to understand. Pero kasi kung, kung, kung bibigyan ka ng introduction ng mga concepts na medyo abstract, tapos yung graph bigla sa'yo, parang, ah, ba, ba, ano ka talaga? Di ba? Masyashock ka. So, um, I think the most, the, the easiest way of um, uh, allowing people to understand it is that when you introduce economic concepts, dapat ito yung mga konsepto na Um, madaling maintindihan. So, I know it's a technical term. Opportunity cost. Sabihin mo, parang i-define mo siya as, you know, something very highfalutin, sobrang bigat. Pero pwede mo naman siya bigay ng, um, ng very concrete examples na, okay, yun nga, yung tulad ng binigay natin last time, oh, meron kang 20 pesos, o oh, meron kang dalawang option, either bibili ka ng banana queue, or gagamitin mo siya sa pamasahe. Ano yung net opportunity cost mo doon? Pag ginamit, pag, if you choose banana kayo, o yung opportunity cost mo ay yung, yung benefit na makuha mo sa hindi paglalakad, di ba? Hindi ka makapagod, so on and so forth. I think, you know, I think um, it's just that um, economic concepts should be uh, taught very simply in the beginning para alam mo yun maintindihan ng mga tao na it's not so far from me in fact alam ko to um and this is really interesting kasi uh, you're finding out you know what what are the concepts defining these phenomena so i don't know it's it's a real challenge i guess i mean i've also taught um in in college um nang nang uh, macro Uh, and a little bit on some micro concepts. So, hindi, it's really hard. But, you know, that's why um, Usapang Econ, my group, tries to come up with yung mga ganitong klaseng um, multimedia content to help teachers. Uh, at alam naman namin, it's a real challenge to come up with, um, you know, something that could be easily understood. So, it, it's also our um, objective to help Um, the education system in a way para para naman tumaas yung appreciation ng mga tao or tumaas ang economic literacy. Sa akin kasi since batch 2020 ako ng high school fresh lang, I don't know if nagbago na yung curriculum pero na-experience ko lang magkaroon ng econ subject nung grade 9 ako and nung nag-ABM ako in senior high school sa tingin nyo po kaya mas maganda kayang ano parang problem din ba kaya yun, yung parang sa higher, kahit mga higher high school parts na na-integrate yung economics. Kasi nga, as far as I know, meron parang statistics na nagsasabi na habang tumataas yung educational level, mas kumukonti yung enrollees. Sa tingin nyo po kaya? Well, hmm, that's a, actually, that's a very good question. No? Na parang you're saying na um, in a way, dapat na-introduce na yung economic concepts parang earlier on kasi baka may mga tao na nagda-drop out tapos hindi na nila na nakukuha yung mga ganong economic concepts. So, yeah, I think, yeah, this would, I guess, further uh, merit further studies na um, is it really worth introducing kasi naintindihan ko yung konsepto ng, ng how the curriculum was designed kasi diba meron kang 
you're trying to make it age appropriate in a way um and of course andun din yung pagbalanse mo ng ano ng, ng different subjects na kailangan ituro or yung foundations na kailangan meron ang bata at a certain age so um i, I would actually leave it to um our um curriculum designers to um you know to look into this kasi magandang question yan eh na parang how early should we introduce um economic concepts or at least yung 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 the study of economics um or is it something that we can integrate in other you know um subjects as well tapos sa higher studies na lang gawin nating mas complex Um, like, doon natin ilagay yung mga equations or yung mga medyo abstract meanings, pero at least the practical applications can be um, introduced earlier on. So, yeah, that's a very good um, suggestion, you know, and, and um, I hope that maybe some of our um, experts in curriculum design would take on this challenge kasi uh, if not kasi na ma-integrate siya sa education system. Another alternative din is to have, yun nga, mga certain, um, I don't know, med- certain media presence, tulad ng usapang Econ, at ng mga other um, media outfits out there na kahit na sinusubukan na mabigyan ng, ng um, better understanding ng economics. So, pwede kasing may complementary, ano kay, uh, out, uh, complementary measures din nga tulad ng sinabi ko. Um, but definitely, I think it's important for for kids to know um, in a way na, okay, may mga, alam mo, pwedeng dahan-dahan eh. Na, okay, para, and I think natuturo siya in a way. It's just that not, not as, oh, not as hardline na parang ito yung konsepto nito at ay opportunity cost. Pero, alam mo yun, na, <laughs> Pero I mean, when we're kids, we have we, we learn that early on na okay, if you choose one thing, oh, hindi mo to pwedeng gawin. Oh, kapag ano ka kapag, 'di ba, every action has a consequence. Natuturo din 'yan na um tapos kapag nagiiingay ka, nag um for example, magkuha ng ano-ano mga ingay sa kwarto mo, syempre naapektuhan yung nanay mo na alam mo may externality, de ba? kasi naapektohan siya. pero alam mo these are things na can be taught in a way na can be introduced uh, in a very simple manner. tapos yun yah, pwede siya ma ma integrate. and I think it would be interesting to see how it can be integrated in in the education curriculum. but I really like that idea. I do. Okay. Thank you po. Um, dahil po na dis- nasabi na natin if para na-distinguish na natin yung mga root cause or dahilan ng uh, mawabang economic literacy, sa tingin nyo po, um, ano-ano kaya yung mga maaring gawing solusyon ng unahin muna po natin yung pamahalaan para mapabuti yung economic literacy ng mga Pilipino? Yun, um, as I mentioned before, ano, yun nga yung pagiging masyadong technical uh, when it comes to communication of certain policies and certain um, press releases. Uh, I think it's very, I know it's added work, but it's important na yung policy communication ay simple as much as possible. Dapat isipin ng mga, ng mga policy makers at yung policy communicators. And this is something that um, is being now 
um, discussed worldwide. So how can you make policies more transparent kung ang mga tao ay okay, transparent ka nga, o oh, ito yung indicators, ito yung ginawa namin, pero hindi siya naiintindihan ng mga ng mga simpleng, ng or, um, average stakeholder. Then, you know, the, the transparency is a bit lost, di ba? So, um, napag-uusapan ay, uh, nga, magkaroon ng, ng certain policy communication um, standards na parang, okay, these are simple and easy to understand. Uh, number two, pwede ngang Uh, as as I mentioned, pwedeng merong simplified version, di ba? Pwedeng may Tagalog version. Um, I think some countries even do that na in a vernacular language, meron silang ano, um, parang uh, communication. Third is, siguro, yun nga, um, visualization. So, I think, um, to be fair, uh, some agencies are on the right step. Parang gumagawa sila ng mga infographics that are, you know, a bit you know, easier to digest kesa sa isang mahabang wordy um, press release. Pero, yeah, you know, these are things that can be con- constantly improved by simplification. Another thing that the government can do, ayun nga yung sa um, curriculum design, um, pwede rin kang, uh, in a way, integrate ang, ang pag-aral ng economics. But, of course, I'm not saying that we should, but it's something that can be looked into. Um, third would be, uh, yun nga, um, teachers, it, it's good to challenge in uh, teachers in a way how to make economics less dry. I guess, um, yun nga, so take advantage of other um, multimedia resources na para mas madaling um, maintindihan yung economics. Siyempre, binibenta ko talaga yung usapang econ, ano? Usapang econ content is free, by the way. So, I mean, <laughs> But I think, you know, and it's not just us. And daming, and daming podcasts, and daming video explainers. And yun nga, maganda ngayon sa information technology, you know. You just go to the internet, search ka, and daming lalabas. So I think, um, you know, we have to take advantage of these resources that are available sa atin for, well, not for free kasi kailangan mo ng internet, pero um, ayun, relatively more accessible. Um, another thing is, of course, um, even ourselves, I mean, ETCers, uh, we want to spread that kind of consciousness. So I think it's important na yung mga tao themselves take it upon themselves to explain to people. Kung alam nila yung isang konsepto, try na, try na i-explain ito sa mga um, kakilala nila na okay, uh, i-clarify natin when we talk about GDP, ito yun. Na when we talk about inflation, okay. A rising inflation, um, high inflation is really bad. So, ano yung implication nito? So, you know, ev- everybody, even though hindi ka economics um, na expert, kung alam mo naman yung basic concept at alam mo how it works, of course you should explain. Pero andun yung assumption eh, na alam mo ba talaga? So, <laughs> ang hirap ngayon kasi marami nagmum- nag dudunong-dunungan na, ah, eto, ganyan. So, pero, I think, sa mga ganong klaseng, ano na, um, dito papasok yung, sa mga ganito klaseng sitwasyon, dito papasok yung ability mo to fact-check and um, take things with a grain of salt. Kasi hindi naman lahat na narinig mo tama. So, okay, pag narinig mo may ganitong explanation, okay, try mong mag-Google, try mong mag-usap sa mga experts. Is it really the case? Um, i-verify mo yung mga narinig mo. So, Yeah, and I think information is something that um, can be easily corrupted, but can also be learned. 
um, correctly. So yun, parang napansin ko rin nga po na um, since digitalization na tayo ngayon, mas madali nila makapag-access and makapag-disseminate na information though kailangan natin maging critical and maging responsible sa kung ano yung pinapost natin online. So doon mm-hmm. po, ano po kaya sa tingin nyo yung maaari natin gawin personal level ng kung willing tayong matuto, ano po kayo pwedeng gawin para matuto, mas lalong matuto ng economics? Um, maganda yung ano-ano na parang sir, on top of what we're learning in school. Ano. So parang yun, maganda talaga yung um, try natin na makinig sa mga discussions na that aim to simplify economics. So as much as possible, um, na parang we look at, uh, I don't know, Pod, we look at explainers, um, video explainers, and we look at kung gaano ka-credible yung mga, ano na to, mga outfits na to. Kasi, syempre, um, alam mo yun, may mga tao nga na yun nga, sabi na dudunong-dunungan. <laughs> Or, worse, alam nila na mali, pero pinopropagate nila, which is fake news. So, as ourselves, as learners, we look at kung ano-ano yung mga sources na tinitingnan natin when we try to learn something. So, podcast man yan, explainer man yan, article man yan, tingnan natin, ah, ito ba is a worth, um, is a credible um, source for this information. And then second, okay, you 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 read it, you listen to it, you watch it, um, try mo intindihin, ano ba yung concept na, um, na napipick up ko dito, at paano ko ba siya ma-apply sa buhay ko? Halimbawa, ang isang concept na lumabas ay, ano, um, For example, information asymmetry. Okay, so, ito ay um, isang konsepto na nagsasabi na, okay, yung posible ka kang makakuha ng information na incomplete o hindi hindi buo kasi either um, yung taong nagbibigay ng information sa'yo ay dishonest or hindi rin niya alam. So, parang, so therefore, yung information na yung hindi nagmamatch yung nakukuha mong information sa taong yun dun sa um, information na alam niya talaga. Kasi, yun nga eh, either wini-withhold niya or hindi siya kasabit ng totoo. So, parang, ngayon, paano ko siya ma-apply sa sarili ko? Ah, okay. So, ah, itong information asymmetry, magagamit ko siya sa basically everywhere. Okay, sa nanay ko, sabihin ko, ito yung grades ko, pero hindi naman talaga. So, parang nakakuha ka ng benefit kasi nagsisinungaling ka. So, parang basically, pagsisinungaling lang din yun eh. So, parang, ah, okay, na-relate ko siya. Mayroon siyang counterpart sa real-life application. So, I think it's it's really important for us to do continuously do that exercise. Now, when you pick up a concept, try to see how it um, applies to your real life. Um, siguro, and another, one last thing then na, na mababanggit ko na which is also very important is that when you have understood something try to to have a discussion with people um be it people na kakilala mo na well versed sa topic which is good because you you will find out if you really know what you know um or you know or you talk about somebody uh, you talk about it with somebody tapos Ah, okay, na ano niya na nakukuha niya yung nalaman mo. So nagte-transfer ka pa ng knowledge. So I think it's um important to have that kind of conversation kasi it increases literacy among people. 
And it also helps you kasi kapag nag-explain ka, dun mo na na-realize kung gano'n mo pala kaalam ang certain subjects. Diba? Na parang, ay, pag in-explain ko pala ito at hindi ko kayang i-explain ng maayos, sabi sabi hindi ko siya fully understood. So parang the more that you explain it, diba? Parang need pa natin more. mag-aral. Diba? Exactly, diba? So kaya gusto-gusto ko yung sa EPC before kasi mag, mag, magkakaroon kami ng debate about certain concepts. So, parang hanggang sa dumating yung point na ay hindi ko na siya kayang i-explain. Ibig sabihin hindi ko siya fully nag-grasp. Pero mal- dun mo malalaman at you will learn from from people who are also in conversation with you. So, yun, I think um, just to summarize, okay, so, uh, you know, do your due diligence as in verify, check yung resources, um, sources mo in, in this information. Second, absorb and try to learn and um, relate it to your everyday applications, everyday life. Third, discuss, um, spread the word make inform make good information um viral diba? so yun i think it's, it's you know these are three things na na i try to practice as much as i can um and i hope that it's very useful as well for people na um you know i mean kahit hindi ka estudyante pwede mo naman tong, pwede mo naman tong gamitin so yun i hope this helps Um, para po sa akin, isa sa pinaka-magandang uh, example nung sabi niyo nga pong reach out, magkaroon ng conversation with others is yung project niyong Usapang Econ. So, feeling ko po, um, since binabanggit natin yung Usapang Econ all throughout the two episodes, siguro curious yung mga seekers natin about sa kung saan siya. If it's okay po, can you um, magbigay po kayo ng parang brief na pakilala sa Usapang Econ? So, um, yeah, thank you. Ang Usapang Econ kasi ay nag-start siya doon sa um, pag-notice namin ng mga disinformation ng makala. At lalo na yung sinabi ko na inflation, na parang sabi ng mga tao, mataas daw yung inflation, so maganda yun. So, um, a few friends of mine, ako, si JC, tsaka si Jeff, we started talking about coming up with certain explainers um, through blog articles. Kasi parang napapagod na kami mag, mag-explain sa comment ng Facebook. Parang ilabas na natin itong article para they can just circulate. Tapos, I mean, andun na lahat ng kailangan mong i-explain. So, it was um, established itong Usapang Eko noong 2018. And then, maraming mga tao ang nag-express na, okay, gusto nila sumama sa project namin. But in the end, Um, ang talagang nagtatag ng Usapang Econ as an uh, organization ay kaming lima. So, si Jeff, ako, JC, si Rainier, and si Paul. And then, we just continued on until um, siguro naging major milestone din ay we caught the attention of other media outfits that wanted to partner with us. So, nag, nag-transition kami, hindi lang... from uh, articles um nagpodcasting na rin kami so naisip namin it's also a very uh, effective way of explaining economics um since uh kaya naming um i-harness yung power ng ng partner namin in production na parang okay so how do we make economics like more fun and then after we've done podcasting nakita namin ay ang dami din palang avenues And then we decided to expand our products. Nagkaroon na kami ng video explainers. Tapos meron na kami Usapang Econ Live which we post on uh, YouTube and Facebook as well. Na parang naging 
a regular conversation siya amongst ourselves. We talk about sauna, we talk about yung year end um parang uh year enders parang okay ano yung uh gaano natin i-encapsulate uh, yung nangyari sa ekonomiya for the past year. And yeah, we're happy to have also expanded the membership of Usapang Econ because um, we're getting more and more people who want to be involved. So we welcome new members such as uh, Cherry and Brins. And, and you know, right now we are developing more projects. Nakakatawa um, kasi uh, now that we are getting um, the attention of other possible partners na who see the value of creating content that's very useful not just for students but for anyone who wants to learn economics and like i said it's very important for everyone to learn economics dahil lalo na kung ikaw ay um, gustong maging responsabling citizen ng isang bansa then you have to be um, knowledgeable about certain concepts that you want to demand from your government so yun and yeah happy almost almost three years na ang usapang Econ and they're really they're really great people and I'm so happy kasi you know we're we're all friends and um, the way that it has um, been carried out sobrang ano masaya siya and all the more ko nasasabi na economics is really fun glad to hear that po um, I hope na mas dumami pa yung mga initiatives na ganyan since needed siya ngayon sa lipunan natin. Oras na para sa e Para sa unang e natin ngayong season 2, magkakaroon tayo ng parafol ng ating tanglaw merchandise. Simple lang ang gagawin. Magkomento lang kayo ng paborito niyong parte ng episodes 1 and 2 o di kaya magkomento kayo ng tanong tungkol sa economic literacy na gusto nyong mas maintindihan pa at posibleng mapag-usapan din sa ETC TV. Pwede nyo rin itong gawin sa Twitter sa paggamit ng ating hashtag na hashtag ETC for Econlit at huwag kalimutang itag ang ating official Twitter account at QTETC1979 para mapabilang namin ang inyong entries. Ang mga mga komento o mag-tweet ay isasama sa isang raffle draw ng Tanglaw Merchandise at ia-announce natin ang mga panalo sa susunod na episodes. Simple lang, di ba? Hanggang ngayong Bernice, May 7 lang ang paraffle natin, kaya sali na kayo. So bago po tayo mag-end ng ating discussion, um, thank you po ulit. Um, meron po ba kayong gustong sabihin sa ating mga EP seekers? Yeah, um, so again, thanks for having me. Um, salamat sa platform na ito para i-explain economic literacy, which is something that's very important sa aming, uh, us- sa aming mga members ng Usapang Epon. And also, I guess with ETC years, dahil we want to spread consciousness and critical thinking. And right now, all of us need to be critical thinkers kasi nakasalalay sa atin ang future ng ating bansa. Thanks a lot. Thank you po. Overall, ang dami ko talaga natutunan ngayon kasi um, na-realize ko na ang mga problems natin na kinakaharap sa economic literacy ay parang medyo malalim. So, hindi siya yung overnight na dahil na-find out natin and 
napili nating kumilos na para solusyonan ito na madali silang masusol. So, kailangan natin ng parang community involvement para kung paano natin ito ma- ano At yun ay yung mga paraan natin na nabanggit kanina kung paano tayo mas magiging involved dahil nainiwala nga tayo na para magkaroon ng positibong pagbabagong panlipunan ay nagsisimula muna ito sa isang action and bawat action ng isang tao ay mahalaga. Kasama ko po ngayon, episode si Miss Mayan Vital at muli ako si Camille Camba, ang inyong kasama sa ETSIC TV kung saan pag-uusapan natin ang ordinaryong buhay sa lente ng economics. Kita-kit sa next episode. Bye! Bye! Kung nagustuhan niyo ang episode na to, huwag kalimutang mag-subscribe sa ETSIC TV Podcast.